Hello, my friends. This is Ted from Out of This World Radio, and I'm so glad you're all here today. We have a fantastic show for you today. We'll be talking about the Ascension with messages from my good friends, the Blidians, as well as President John F. Kennedy. And um, during the second part of the show, from um, uh, 11 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific time, I'll be talking about my Galactic Wisdom Conference. It'll be one week from today. It's, it's going to be a fantastic conference with many wonderful speakers and um, and healers and people who had direct contact with UFOs. Um, and um, in, the, among the speakers will be Dr. J- uh, Julie Panessi, who was um, um, who's been standing up for freedom, medical freedom in Canada. She's a wonderful lady uh, from Ontario. She'll be coming on, as well as uh, my good friend, Professor Jerry Pollock, who's one of the world's most famous water scientists. He'll be talking about clouds and the weather. And it's a, it's a new lecture for those of you who haven't seen his work on weather before, but he's a, a great guy, and I can't can't wait to have him on. Mitch Kahiyashi will, of course, will be talking about the uh, Moto Peace Project and how um, Dr. Moto found that if you just send positive thoughts to a beautiful, to a glass of water, beautiful water crystals appear, and you can raise the vibrations of almost anything, including yourself, by thinking positive thoughts. But she'll be giving her wonderful speech, along with Carolyn White, good friend of mine, a fantastic aura reader and psychic from Olympia, Washington. We'll also be having on Tom Palladino. He's a fantastic scalar energy healer. He'll be giving um, he'll be giving a free 30-day um, uh, trial program for his um, scalar energy program. And if you'd like to, if you join the conference, you'll be getting a, a, a free healing from him. Uh, Billy, and, uh, Billy and Zora from the Hollow Earth will also be joining us. And he'll also be giving free healing sessions during the conference. So there's a lot of good things at the conference next uh, next week. We'll be talking about the ascension and what we all can do to make this world a better place. That leads me to my the first part of the show today, which will be on the ascension. Wow, what an amazing time, isn't it? Um, the planet is ascending. The negatives are doing everything they can to try to stop us from ascending, but it's going to fail. Like everything else they do, it's going to fail. Um, and now they've rolled out the Ukraine um, as a as a as a false flight diversion. Suddenly. COVID's gone, right? Everything's gone except just the Ukraine. That's all you see on, on the mass media now, which is a bunch of garbage. And I'll be going into that in a few minutes. Um, but the Ukraine itself, I think, is an example of, of how a failed state was used by Biden, by Obama, by the negatives as sex trafficking, as a place for uh, creating biological weapons. It had a whole bunch, over a dozen different bioweapons labs there where they were creating uh, uh, weapons of mass destruction, as George Bush used to say, in the Ukraine itself. It was a totally corrupt, failed state. Um, But uh, that's what uh, uh, Putin is doing now. He's cleaning it up. And Trump knows about it. And um, so it's not what you see on the on the media. The media is completely lying to you. The media are the same people who brought you uh, COVID uh, and they brought you the vaccines as well. And they lied to you then and they're lying to you now. But we're going to go into that in a few minutes. But don't believe anything you see on mass media because most of it's lies and they have a political agenda as well. Um, uh, Out of this world radio, uh, the purpose of my show is to make this world a much better and happier place. And I know that if we all work together, we can and will um, make this world a much better, uh, a better planet. I want to thank everyone so much for listening today. We should have about 40, a little over 42 million listeners today in over a hundred countries. And I know the planet's waking up because we're, um, we're starting to ascend and we only have about six months left, my friends of third, of third dimension. Um, Because in, um, 
uh, late August, early September, we'll be going into the fourth dimension. We'll be in fourth dimension for a little over two years, and they will then we will shift into the fifth dimension, and that'll be an amazing time. When we shift into the fifth dimension, all of us will be able to communicate telepathically. All of us will become psychic, and won't that be fun? <laughs> so you'll be, if you've got a cat or dog, you'll be able to read your pet's mind and you know, your kitty cat will tell you instantaneously if, if uh, he or she wants to get a mouse that morning and, um, or he's, they're hungry or whatever, and the dog the same way. Animals are beautiful, uh, beautiful creatures, of course, and they're all part of the, our furry friends, part of the circle of love around, around all of us. And I think it's going to be just such an amazing time for all of us, but we're almost there. We only have a, basically a few months left of this third dimensional existence. The negatives, of course, are rolling out everything they can to stop it, but it's going to fail like everything else they've tried, tried to do is going to fail. Uh, we'll be talking a little bit about the, um, the shot program this morning. Pfizer, um, it's very interesting. Pfizer wanted to lock away um, the uh, documents regarding their shot pro program for 75 years to make sure everybody was dead by the time they, we found out about it. Well, they were forced by a federal judge to, um, to release these documents and, and, and on this one page, and I'll, I'll, I'll have John, uh, Don show it. Actually, Don, do you want to show that now, that first page, my friend? It's kind of fun. Um, we'll, 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 I'll show you that one page. They just, Pfizer just released it. It contains hundreds and hundreds of ingredients in this one page. Little tiny, tiny print of all the crap in their, um, in, in their so-called vaccine, which is actually just a, a poison shot. Um, but uh, it's amazing all the crap they, they've got in it. Before we start my show, I always love to play um, these um, uh, 528 Hertz tuning fork. Uh, 528 is the, um, um, uh, the frequency of, thanks, Don. Uh, we'll play it right after this, um, is the frequency of love. And when you hit this tuning fork with one of these um, crystals from Lemuria, you spread love everywhere. So I'm going to hit this now. That's the frequency of love. And when I hit that now, you're being covered in love. Wouldn't it be nice to spend every morning like that, bathing in love, starting your day off with love? Nice. If you'd like one of these with the Lemurian crystal from Mount Chasta, blessed by one of the priests of Telos, uh, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com, or you can go to my website at out of this world readings, plural, uh, dot com and, and order it there. Okay, Don, yeah, we, if we could show show that first page there, all those little ingredients of the Pfizer. There's actually two two different documents, and we can start with e either of the one first, but the one that, that's got the ingredients would be most fun. It's got all this little tiny, tiny print from Pfizer listing all the different, um, all the, all the different ingredients would be, would be great. Okay, great. There it is. Now, isn't that readable? <laughs> they were they were ordered by a federal judge um, to to release it, and all this is for for COVID to protect you against COVID. Ha ha ha! Look at this. They, it's there must be there must be over a thousand, maybe two thousand or three thousand ingredients in this thing. And what do they do? Well, for one thing, they kill people. The death rates um, from the from the uh, from the from the shots have been skyrocketing, as have the cases of COVID too. Because when people take this so-called vaccine, they get COVID and then they die. There's three layer, three levels of death in the shot program. The first level of death is within two weeks. 
The second level of death is within about five or six months because it, it keeps decreasing your immune system till finally you die of AIDS, which is acquired immunity deficiency syndrome. And finally, if you do manage to get through all that, um, as Luc Montagnier, a Nobel Peace Prize winner noted um, yeah, a couple of months ago, then you'll die. Then you can die of mad cow disease. Or um, And so there's a whole bunch of things um, in the in the Pfizer shots that can guarantee you will die if you take it. So um, anyway, that's what these governments are trying to do. They're trying to kill us. But um, anyway, thanks, Don. And then the second the second sheet is um, is an interesting one. It was done by my good friend, Dr. Libby, um, out of Montana. And she she's a scientist and she analyzed also a psychic and she analyzed what's in the um, in the uh, the uh, Pfizer shot about a year ago. And what she found is that there's um, strychnine in there. There's energetic co um, contracts <clears throat> in the shot itself that um, that take away your emotions, that um, that tell you that the reptilians that we should you should obey the reptilians, that they're here to help us with the ascension. And uh, there it is there. Um, and when you take it, actually, it it affects there's a sequence of order of what it attacks. There's nothing good in it, nothing at all. Um, and what it does is that it first attacks, first attacks, attacks your pineal gland to wipe out your intuitive basis so you don't have any connection with God. That's the first thing it wipes out. Second thing, it, it affects your lungs so you can die of bronchitis or pneumonia. Third thing it does is goes your pituitary, pituitary gland and wipes that out. Hits your nerves, muscles. Um, people with Guillain-Barre, that's what uh, Governor... Um, what's his name? Uh, Gavin Newsom got after he took the third booster shot in January, he got Guillain-Barre disease where you're permanently paralyzed for the rest of your life and that affects your eyesight. Did you know that there's been over 50,000 people as a result of the shots and just in the United States who've gone blind and lost their hearing as the result of these shots? Media doesn't talk about that. CNN doesn't talk about that. MSNBC doesn't talk about that. PBS doesn't talk about that. But it's true. It's happening. You can look it up on the on the various sites. And last but not least, thanks to Bill Gates, um, it attacks the shot program, attacks your reproductive systems in males and females, especially in females. It goes in and it attacks the ovaries in women so they can't have children. Isn't that nice? Thanks, Bill. Um, the other thing, the other energetic contracts in the um, in in the shot program is that you obey. Number one. Number two, you're obedient. Number three, you belong to the system. And number four, you accept all components of the shot. So you become like a robot. Um, and um, and they, they, they also work on mind control um, into, uh, in, into, your, into, your, into your body and mind. And they basically take over your soul. Uh, so that's what we got. And the whole, the whole thing is a big scam. But uh, we'll be going through that in a minute. But it's all part of the tyrannical uh, plan by the negatives to try to control us. And um, but people are waking up. And I first want to um, like to go over a message that uh, Diane Robbins received here last October, and it's from um, Mikos. He's a librarian in in the Hollow Earth, and um, I want to thank Diane so much for sending this. Um, I'm going to read this to you, parts of it now. She received it last October 16th, 2021. And at the time I received it, of course, there was a lot of lockdowns all over the world and things were looking pretty dark. But one of the things that, that uh, the message that she got was that 
By early January of this year, which was just two months ago now, people around the world would start waking up and the tide would start turning. And you can see that happening now around the world, especially in Canada. But you can also see what's happened in Canada, too, and other places where the the fascist Nazi dictator, Justin Trudeau, has gone off, killed people, beaten them up, uh, treated them very poorly. And in Australia, they've done the same thing. They're actually using radiation weapons against people in Australia, as they're doing now in Ottawa. But it's all going to fail because no matter what they do, no matter how many people they kill, no matter how many people they beat up, we are going to win. I guarantee it, my friends. Um, let me read this message from the Hollow Earth. Um, uh, Mikos writes, yes, a global resistance is coming. And the people of the, world, of the world are all waking up to the wrongs and injustices that the governments are imposing. Um, locking you into subservience and restructuring your freedoms and, and those guaranteed in the U.S. Constitution. People are starting to realize the real policy of the COVID ploy to rob you of your freedom of speech and thought and movement. You will see, um, he wrote this in October a couple of months ago. He wrote, you will see people by the millions in every, every country of the world take to the streets and stand up to this. And this is exactly what's happening now. And this is something that um, not even Joe Biden, not even Justin Trudeau, um, can Castro's son can can stop. They can do anything they want, but they're not going to stop it. Um, this will be a worldwide resistance movement that's just starting to form in the minds of people. They've had enough, and their only their only course right now is to rebel. In Canada, they took away their guns. The only thing they had left was to drive trucks to Ottawa, and they shut the whole whole country down. Of course, uh, Trudeau's um, is is been. Is arrested the organizers of the truck convoy here a couple, uh, I guess it was last week, and didn't, didn't give them bail, you know, um, but they'll get out and they, the, the tide is, is turning. And I want everyone to start to pray for, um, to, to pray for the um, organizers of the Freedom, Freedom Convoy in Canada. They're very courageous people. They're being held in jail right now against their against their constitutional Canadian Charter of Rights. And I want to everyone just take a minute, put your hand over your heart and send them lots of love and light and um, pray that uh, Justin Trudeau will be um, be taken out of office here very soon. He's he's uh, he's horrible and he's treated his 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 people extremely badly. Biden is no no better. I mean, he's a fake president with bought by the finest that Chinese money can buy. So let's all pray for Biden to leave and and for Trudeau to leave, for the governments of Australia and New Zealand to be be replaced by more democratic, um, freedom-loving governments. You know, people want to be free. They don't want to be chained up in chains anymore. They want their freedom back. And this is what's happening now. The... um, um, uh, uh, the, The people of the hollow earth say that all these efforts by the tyrants to control us will not succeed um, the, um, because this is the seventh golden age of awakening and, light, and enlightenment on this planet. And there's nothing um, that, that the negatives can do to stop it. Um, the, um, there will, will be a worldwide resistance at every level, and this is just starting. Um, and he writes, we, the forces of light, are here watching and waiting for the precise, precise moment to help you with this. And in a short time, um, people will unite in in the millions and demand their rights and freedoms uh, restored. A new earth of justice and liberty will be born, and people will again turn to God, the creator of all life, and they will find their way home back to God again. There is only one power, one presence, 
one intelligence, and that is God, the creator of all that is. So this is what's, what is ahead of you. Don't fear. Um, be strong. Um, and um, be like the Canadian truckers. Stand up to tyranny. And I, you know, because we're all, we're all one, aren't we? We all have this spark of the creator or the, the supreme being with, within us. And um, that's what holds us together. And uh, there's nothing that the tyrants can do. There's nothing that Tero- that uh, Trudeau can take away to cre- create create a fascist Nazi Canada. There's nothing that Biden and his and his cabal friends can do to stop the ascension of the United States. There's nothing that they can do to the people in Australia to stop the ascension in that beautiful country. They can't do anything either to stop the ascension in New Zealand, uh, Japan. Um, you name it, around the world, in Europe as well. Even though I know times are hard, Italy, it's especially hard right now. But remain strong, my friends, because I know that we will we will succeed in this this um, in this. And we have the um, we have the we have the backing of the supreme being of, and God, if you will, and many different um, galactic civilizations all watching us right now, and they are helping us. The galactics and the Pleiadians told me that. When the Canadians, when the Canadian truckers stood up um, to the fascist dictator of Canada, Justin Trudeau, they were able to help us even more as a result because we stood up for our own rights. Instead of waiting for for some, you know, somebody to help us, we stood up on our own. And that's what we 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 need to do today. I also want to tell people that um, I think the Ukraine situation right now is a totally a false flag. It's actually a White Hats operation run by Putin to to ferret out the um, child trafficking uh, centers in the Ukraine. Did you know, and as well as the bioweapons labs, did you know that there were over a dozen different biological weapons labs funded by Fauci, by Obama, by the negatives in this country in the Ukraine because it's a corrupt, failed state? And this is what Putin's white is is taking out. So I wouldn't believe anything you you see on ABC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, uh, PBS. It's all lies, and it's all lies. So that that the, the cabal is trying to make up, make have us go into a third world war with Russia. I don't see it happening at all. Putin is actually working on our side, the part, side of the people of this planet. He's not against us. He's with us, and I know that Trump is fully in favor of what he's doing in the Ukraine. So don't believe anything that you read in the in the papers or in the press about this because they're all lies um the, the, these are the same people who brought you COVID, who brought you tyranny who brought you masks who brought you social distancing all of that's garbage all of it's based upon lies so why should we believe them now we shouldn't and because they're not telling us the truth they have their own particular agendas and 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 we we have a of course humanity has their agenda too and that's peace and freedom for everyone and I and I I know it's coming. Um, I was contacted last night by um, President Kennedy, and he wanted me to play this um, his inaugural speech. Now, usually, I only play like forty the last forty five seconds of it, which he in which he says, you know, ask not what you can do for your country, but as uh, what you can do for the for the freedom of, of of men and women. Well, this is the longer speech is hard to obtain, and I want to thank uh, my good friend Zia in London, England, from sending me this clip because I think it's especially in in times of, of you know a lot of um, hard times now people are facing around the planet to remain strong. And President Kennedy um, 
wanted me to play this this morning. It's 19 minutes long, and then I will be back, and I'll be talking a lot more, mess- giving more messages out about the Ascension then. So, Don, if we could play that now. It's 19 minutes. It's uh, from YouTube, and then I'll come right back after this segment is played. Thanks so much, uh, Don, for your help. I, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, do solemnly swear that you will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. That I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of your ability, and will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. So help you God. So help me God. President Johnson, Mr. Speaker, Mr. Chief Justice, President Eisenhower, Vice President Nixon, President Truman, Reverend Clergy, fellow citizens. We observe today not a victory of party, but a celebration of freedom, symbolizing an end as well as a beginning, signifying renewal, as well as change. For I have sworn before you and Almighty God the same solemn oath our forebears prescribed nearly a century and three quarters ago. The world is very different now, for man holds in his mortal hands the power to abolish all forms of human poverty and all forms of human life. And yet the same revolutionary beliefs for which our forebears fought are still at issue around the globe. The belief that the rights of man come not from the generosity of the state, but from the hand of God. We dare not forget today that we are the heirs of that first revolution. Let the word go forth from this time and place to friend and foe alike that the torch has been passed to a new generation of Americans in this country, tempered by war, disciplined by a hard and bitter peace, proud of our ancient heritage and unwilling to witness or permit the slow undoing of those human rights to which this nation has always been committed and to which we are committed today at home and around the world. Let every nation know 
whether it wishes us well or ill, that we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. This much we pledge and more. To those old allies whose cultural and spiritual origins we share, we pledge the loyalty of faithful friends. United, there is little we cannot do in a host of cooperative ventures. Divided, there is little we can do, for we dare not meet a powerful challenge at odds and split asunder. To those new states whom we welcome to the ranks of the free, we pledge our word that one form of colonial control shall not have passed away merely to be replaced by a far more iron tyranny. We shall not always expect to find them supporting our view, but we shall always hope to find them strongly supporting their own freedom and to remember that in the past those who foolishly sought power by riding the back of the tiger ended up inside. To those people in the huts and villages of half the globe struggling to break the bonds of mass misery, we pledge our best efforts to help them help themselves. For whatever period is required, not because the communists may be doing it, not because we seek their votes, but because it is right. If a free society cannot help the many who are poor, it cannot save the few who are rich. To our sister republics south of our border, we offer a special pledge to convert our good words into good deeds. In a new alliance for progress, to assist free men and free governments in casting off the chains of poverty, but this peaceful revolution of hope cannot become the prey of hostile powers. Let all our neighbors know that we shall join with them to oppose aggression or subversion anywhere in the Americas. And let every other power know that this hemisphere intends to remain the master of its own house. To that World Assembly of Sovereign States, the United Nations, our last best hope in an age where the instruments of war have far outpaced the instruments of peace, we renew our pledge of support to prevent it from becoming merely a forum for invective, to strengthen its shield of the new and the weak, and to enlarge the area 
in which it's written they run. Finally, to those nations who would make themselves our adversary, we offer not a pledge, but a request that both sides begin anew the quest for peace. Before the dark powers of destruction unleashed by science engulf all humanity in planned or accidental self-destruction. We dare not tempt them with weakness, for only when our arms are sufficient beyond doubt can we be certain beyond doubt that they will never be employed. But neither can two great and powerful groups of nations take comfort from our present course, both sides overburdened by the cost of modern weapons, both rightly alarmed by the steady spread of the deadly atom, yet both racing to alter that uncertain balance of terror that stays the hand of mankind's final war. So let us begin anew, remembering on both sides that civility is not a sign of weakness and sincerity is always subject to proof. Let us never negotiate out of fear, but let us never fear to negotiate. Let both sides explore what problems unite us instead of belaboring those problems which divide us. Let both sides for the first time formulate serious and precise proposals for the inspection and control of arms and bring the absolute power to destroy other nations under the absolute control of all nations. Let both sides seek to invoke the wonders of science instead of its terrors. Together, let us explore the stars, conquer the deserts, eradicate disease, tap the ocean depth, and encourage the arts and commerce. Let both sides unite to heed in all corners of the earth the command of Isaiah to undo the heavy burdens and let the oppressed go free. And if a beachhead of cooperation may push back the jungle of suspicion, let both sides join in creating a new endeavor, not a new balance of power, but a new world of law where the strong are just and the weak secure and the peace preserved. All this will not be finished in the first 100 days, nor will it be finished in the first 1,000 days, nor in the life of this administration, nor even perhaps in our lifetime on this planet. But let us begin. In your hands, my fellow citizens, more than mine, will rest the final success or failure of our course. Since this country was founded, 
Each generation of Americans has been summoned to give testimony to its national loyalty. The graves of young Americans who answered the call to service surround the globe. Now the trumpet summons us again, not as a call to bear arms, though arms we need, not as a call to battle, though in battle we are, but a call to bear the burden of a long twilight struggle, year in and year out, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, a struggle against the common enemies of man, tyranny, poverty, disease, and war itself. Can we forge against these enemies a grand and global alliance, north and south, east and west, that can assure a more fruitful life for all mankind? Will you join in that historic effort? In the long history of the world, only a few generations have been granted the role of defending freedom in its hour of maximum danger. I do not shrink from this responsibility. I welcome it. I do not believe that any of us would exchange places with any other people or any other generation. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. My fellow citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man. Finally, whether you are citizens of America or citizens of the world, ask of us here the same high standards of strength and sacrifice which we ask of you. With a good conscience, our only sure reward, with history the final judge of our deeds, let us go forth to lead the land we love, asking his blessing and his help, but knowing that here on earth, God's work must truly be our own. Thanks, Don. Thanks so much, Don, for playing that. There's many things that President Kennedy wanted me to, to um, 
give further messages to you today, but that speech was done in 1961 and at his inaugural address to Congress and the world on in January of 1961. And there's, and that speech is as relevant today as it was 60 years ago. Um, one of the things he's, what a refreshing speech full of inspiration and hope for the future. Look at our, some of our current leaders now, um, uh, look at Trudeau, lies through his teeth constantly. He reminds me of a used car salesman, worthless. You look at Biden, Biden has difficulty enunciating sentences. He can't put proper grammatical things together. He looks like a, either a clone or perhaps a, a, an image on a CGI screen. It's a far cry when we used to have good leaders uh, like President Kennedy. But um, what it was amazing, he was saying that, uh, um, you know, the rights of man come from comes from God, not out of politicians. In other words, we don't have to beg Biden for our rights. These are God-given rights for our freedoms, not not from Biden or Trudeau or some other corrupt uh, leader. The truck convoys represents people taking taking um, um, taking things into their own hands because we have to because nobody else is going is going to help us. Um, he said that united, there's nothing we cannot do, but divided. There's nothing we can do. In other words, as long as the cabal keeps us divided, fighting all the time, we're not going to we're not going to ascend. But we have to remember that we're all one, no matter what political party you are, whether you're vaxxed or unvaxxed, what kind of belief system you have. We are all one, one with with God in this in this universe. Um, and there's nothing we can do um, as long as we um, as we as remain remain um Together, and that's what the the cabal is afraid of. That we're that we're we're coming together now to fight their mandates, to fight this tyranny. But we are coming together, and we will be uh, successful. Um, and what I loved about his speech back in 1961 is that. Um, that this was that was a generation, this generation too, of defending freedom in a time of, of national danger. And this danger doesn't come from the people themselves; it comes from the governments of the world, which are controlled by by negative uh, forces. Um, uh, and he, uh, one thing I love too is he, he said that God's work must truly um, be our own, and it is up to us to change things. You know, I, I myself have been waiting. We all know that the election of uh, what's his name, Joe, uh, can't remember his name, Biden, I think it is. Um, it was fraudulent. You know, he was the finest that Chinese money can buy. The ballot boxes were stuffed. Everything was was crooked. The election was was fraud- totally fraudulent. Everybody knows he wasn't, he's not the real president. Um, but, um, but we're the ones that we've been waiting for. We're, we have to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and stop all of this. Um, and uh, And we are, and we are. And there's such an exciting time to be alive and um, uh, President Kennedy and First Lady Jacqueline Kennedy have, has, they've never been, um, he's never been stopped being our president um, after he was assassinated back in 1963. He's still our president and um, there's nothing they can do about, the negatives can do about it and he's still helping us on the other side and he knows we're, we're going to be successful. Um, I also have some messages that were given to me uh, this morning um, and I have a lot to say about this, um, about the Pladean from the Pladean High Council. Um, the Pladeans have 2.5 million ships now circling planet Earth. Um, their main ship is uh, is uh, commanded by my good friend, Pladean Admiral Halosaurus. 
Uh, I go up and board the ship frequently and, and visit with him and his crew. Wonderful people. I have quarters up there. So whenever I get tired of third, third dimension, I just go up there and hang out. <laughs> it's a great place. But um, they, they've been beaming um, high energy vibrations to this planet to help people raise their consciousness and help them heal as well from the effects of the, of the shot program, uh, which is just wonderful. They're doing such wonderful work, but um, the, um, um, the Plebeians uh, are a huge group. It's called the Seven Sisters. They're like seven stars within this constellation um, um, area. And um, there's a lot of them there. And um, right now, this is from um, Mira the, of the Plebeian High Council, channeled by Elena Vasquez. So I want to read her message this morning, and I'll add, add some comments by Admiral Halosaurus here as well. Uh, right now, she writes, you have a big concern about what's happening between Ukraine and Russia. Um, um, the, the conflict has not been disclosed truthfully by the media and your governments. Well, they lied to us about COVID. They lied to us about the shot program. Why would anybody expect them to tell the truth? Right. <laughs> so, um, um, the, um, this is a war between light and darkness in, in the Ukraine to set things up right and stop killing innocent people. Um, the cars is car, car, Karzazian Mafia, I hope that's pronounced correct, is desperate to be in par party. So they're killing civilian people, but it's losing in the fight against the light. And um, so they're trying to start a World War III. We're not going to have a World War III. This is not going to happen. The vibrations of the planet are high. People here want to get along, and the darkness um, can't survive in positive energies. So the corrupted souls are, are dying from their own sword. Um, the she's recommending that all of us focus in on po uh, positive vibrations and let's all send lots of love and light to the Ukraine and to Russia uh, for, for this uh, conflict to be resolved peacefully and, and quickly. And as few people as possible are hurt by it. Um, but uh, Putin, I think, is 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 starting is cleaning out. Uh, there's over a dozen bioweapons factories there found uh, funded by. Fauci and parts of the U.S. government that wanted to create meth, um, uh, weapons of mass destruction. That's right. Just like they created COVID. Bill Gates and his friends and Fauci, they all created the COVID so they'll wipe us out. And, um, and then they created a fake pandemic and then give us um, the shot program to kill more of us. I mean, it's one thing after the other. But this is Ukraine was a big, big part of that. And um, um, she writes, um, um, the Plidians are very sad for the Canadian truckers who got crushed and betrayed by their own government, by Trudeau and his Nazis. Um, um, the government in Canada is supposed to serve the people's interests, but in reality, we don't have any governments. They don't work. Um, they, they're self-serving. Often they're very self-serving and they, uh, they don't know how to tell the truth. Um, uh, from her perspective up on the Plidian ship, she loves Mother Earth. Um, she says the, the planet here looks so beautiful from her ship's window. Um, my team is observing your planet. We are not allowed to interfere in your fight directly um, unless the whole planet is in, in, in danger. And then um, the Plidians and Ashtar, the Ashtar command in the fourth dimension would step in. Um, she, she advises, let's go, let's let go of the attachments such as judgment, anxiety, anger, jealousy, and et cetera. And free yourself from these draining and negative emotions by uh, grounding and connecting yourself with 
with with Mother Nature. The negatives um, will lose are losing this battle, and they will be gone soon. Within about six months, um, we will be shifting into the fourth dimension, and about two years or so after that, by the end of 2024, we will shift into the fifth dimension. And when we finally shift into the fifth dimension, none of these negative entities will be allowed to stay here. The reptilians will be gone. The greys will be gone. The Illuminati will be gone. Bill Gates will be gone. Uh, Justin Trudeau will be gone. Joe Biden is will be gone or is already gone. Um, many of the state government governors like Democratic, awful Democratic Governor James, the Washington state will be gone. Newsom died a couple of months ago, so his CGI, the image on the CGI screen will be gone. All of these awful fascist Nazi governors in the United States will be gone. Merkel will be gone. Macron will be executed by guillotine within a few months by his own people. All of these negative entities are going. They're going bye-bye. <laughs> and there's nothing they can do to stop it. Absolutely nothing they can do to stop it. As Data said on Star Trek many years ago, resistance is futile. And it is futile for them because that's not the way the planet's going. Um, there has been another planet created on the other side of the solar system. It's in the lower third dimension. I've talked about this before, um, but it's a lower third dimensional Earth where people who like third density, who like the wars and who like fighting, um, they're going to go there and they're going to work out their karma for the next 25,800 years. Now, to me, that's a long time, but hey, you know, in geologic time, that's not very long, I guess. Eventually, then, then eventually at the end of this 25,800 year period, they will be given a choice to ascend again. And so we are in the middle of an, a major ascension cycle right now. And I wish them well. As President, as um, my good friend Albert Einstein uh, says, energy once created is never destroyed. So they're just given another chance. And their souls are going over to the other side of the, the, the solar system here. It's in the same orbital path as this planet. And I wish them well. And I hope they make better, better choices um, um, next time around. What's interesting is that many of us um, uh, have a background in Atlantis, and we went through all this crap between uh, the negatives trying to control the planet and destroy the planet back about 12,500 years ago. And at that time, the Atlantean civilization had been experimenting with, um, with nuclear weapons and a, crystal, a crystalline technology. And in an attempt to control the whole planet, they fired these weapons from Atlantis through the earth to Lemuria to try to create an opening to Lemuria. And in the meantime, and when they did that, they blew up the whole place. You know, it was the same kind of mad scientists you've got now trying to control and, and uh, but they're not going to be allowed to, to blow up the earth because uh, the, the supreme being or God, if you will, who created all that there is has decreed that we are ascending and we will ascend here very, very sh shortly. The thing that I'm, I'm really excited about is for our children and our children's children. Um, they have a beautiful, um, bright future ahead of us, and it's just right around the corner. And um, I'm, I'm so happy. I mean, it's going to be an amazing time. Soon the med beds will become, will become available once that guy in D.C., I can't remember his name, Joe, starts with the B, Biden? Oh, Biden, that's right, yeah. He's not important. But once he's gone, and, um, and which should be within the next month or two, then we should have medbeds coming out uh, at the end of the summer, by the end of the summer, July or August. Medbeds will, will heal almost every physical condition that you have, except it will not reverse the mRNA damage done by Pfizer and Moderna's shots. 
um, that that can that can by the way that can be healed, but it can only be healed by the Galactics or the Pleiadians. So um, there, I've got prayers to ask the, the Galactics and the Pleiadians to heal you from that. So I want you to know that if you have taken the shot, it's a, it's um, the shot's dangerous. Most likely will kill you, uh, given enough time. But it, you don't have to die if you don't want to. If you if you believe in a god or a supreme being and ask for help from the Galactics or or the supreme being or God, if you will, they I guarantee they will come in and help you. This is a free will planet, which they tell me over and over again. They can only do so much. Um, but if we ask for help, they will help us. I guarantee it. And there's a prayer that I use to help heal, to help heal people spiritually. It's a very simple prayer. I'll go over it now. You count down from 10 to one, you say the number 10 and breathe in and out, um, nine, breathe in and out, eight, breathe in and out all the way down to one. And then you snap your fingers. And then you say, if you're a woman, you say from the goddess within me. And if you're a man, you say, from the God within me. And then you say, I ask and command prime creator. And I ask and command prime creation to heal um, heal the effects, uh, any effects from the, the shot within me. Or you can say to heal any uh, any of the uh, the shedding within me, because a lot of people are shedding now from the from the shots. You basically, once you take the shot, you become a bioweapons factory where you're exuding COVID and all kinds of crap to hurt other people. It's awful, really, when you think what Bill Gates and Warren Buffett did. But at any rate, um, if you say that and then you say, I am now completely healed and I know it to be true and you snap your fingers, um, you will reverse the the effects of the uh, of the shot as well as the mRNA damage. It does work, too. I've seen miracles, spontaneous healings in front of me when people have done that. But it doesn't it doesn't work if you don't believe in God. If you don't believe in God, or don't want to live, then you're not going to do the prayer anyway. But it's all contained in an inexpensive remedy sheet. There's prayers there and some inexpensive remedies um, on the sheet. Just send me an email to out of this world, um, uh, out of this world radio at protonmail.com, and I'd be happy to uh, send you a free sheet. There's, I mean, you, there's nothing. You know, there's there's no harm. You can't have any harm from just doing prayers, and they do work. And I've seen a lot of people um, healed from that. So. This is an exciting time. I've been here for um, myself. I came here 720 lifetimes ago, um, or about 52,000 years at 80, at 80, um, 80 years per spiritual lifetime. So I've been waiting for a long time for this moment in human history. Um, this is my last lifetime before I rejoin my Plutian family. Um, but um, I hope, and but the thing is, is that it's 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 a it's a wonderful time but full of fantastic opportunities and six months that's all we've got left at third dimension just six months that's it so um um enjoy i mean this is uh, the last of uh, minutes before we shift into the higher dimensions and as we shift the negatives will not be able to to stay here i, I guarantee it um of course every year i wanted to tell everyone i have my uh, galactic wisdom conference and um but before I go into that, uh, to tell people about it and all the wonderful speakers, I also go to Mount Shasta and Sedona um, now every year. And I'll be going back to Shada, um, Mount Shasta at the end of June of this year and also in, in August for a couple of weeks. And if you'd like to come, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 um, at gmail.com. The cost is just $200 per person. It includes free camping. And we always experience a lot of miracle healings there uh, on the mountain. I myself, my eyesight was restored 
to 2010 crystal clear vision. That's fighter, fighter pilot, pilot uh, eyesight in, in both eyes after I'd had uh, 2050 vision, one of my eyes for many years. Um, the, um, uh, the other thing too, is that they, a couple of years ago, they gave me a new heart. They said, I've been working uh, for many years without any breaks and they, they gave me a new heart. It's good with a thousand year warranty. Just kidding about the warranty, but, um, but I feel great. I feel fantastic. I've seen other people. Uh, one lady I saw with my own eyes, uh, spontaneously cured of Lyme's disease that she'd had for many years and she was cured and healed in about 2025. 2025 minutes and we do it in a prayer circle around portals around uh mount shasta which are entrances to the hollow earth i always invite my good friend um uh, adama and the people of telos to come in and they're there as well as the plebeians and they do we do a lot of a lot of wonderful things happen and it, you know it's more than just um getting help on the physical level a lot of people get spiritual healings um maybe they've had maybe they had a tough childhood or those wounds that need to be spiritually healed as well they'll get that kind of healing you'll get what you, what you need i know that um uh, on my on my tr- one of my trips to mount chasta last year everyone who was in the group got the healing that they needed was that was a physical uh, or a physical a physical healing or a spiritual healing and um they had we all had had so much fun. So anyway, if you're interested, please send me an email to um, out of this world uh, radio at protonmail.com. I'm happy to send you the info. I've also be, also will be going back to Sedona in early May this year, as well as mid September. Sedona is a little different energy. It's very high vibration. They also have portals into the hollow earth in Sedona. It's a beautiful place. And the canyon there's the canyon walls and the uh, the colors are just so fantastic. Oh my God, they're so gorgeous. Um, we do camping there as well, but if you if you want to stay in an Airbnb, you're welcome to do so. Cost for that's the same. It's two hundred dollars. Um, but what's different about um, about Sedona is that there are also there's portals there as well, but a lot of the portals there are time portals. Um, where a friend of mine, um, James from Hawaii. Um, uh, went into a time portal uh, in Sedona last October, and he, he went to the beginning of time when this planet was created and went all the way to, to the present. It was an amazing experience for him. And um, anyway, uh, those are the kinds of experience you can have there as well. Now, close by to, the, um, to Sedona are the beautiful Hopi and Navajo Indians. And I wanted to mention that... Um, I'm still working um, working with my other friends, Martha Chowdhury, Leon McLaughlin, Michiko Hayashi, Motor Peace Project, um, and uh, Ernest Tahoe, of course, and uh, uh, many other beautiful people, in, in, and Nancy Rivera of, uh, of Airline Ambassadors, American Airlines, in raising money for the Hopi for clean water and, and Navajo. Um, uh, it's a group effort among all of us, and they're having a, um, a water concert on March 22nd. Um, Nancy Rivard of the um, American uh, Airline Ambassadors can tell you about it, or Martha Chowdhury, wonderful lady with the um, Natural Choice Network, or Liam McLaughlin of the Washington Clean Water Foundation, or Michiko Hayashi and the Moto Peace Project, I can, can tell you about it. It's a virtual concert where they've got all these beautiful performers lined up, and um, all the donations, all the monies collected go 100% into clean water uh, for the Hopi. With the Hopi, they only live, um, on average, men live about 44 years and women live about 53 54 years because of the um, the radiation in the water 
Can you imagine? Because other other places in the United States, people live to 77 or 80 or longer. But they are in the Hopi. Uh, they're lucky if they if a man, if a guy lives to 44 and a woman lives to about 53, 54 because of the poor water conditions. But we're changing that now. Uh, we've been fundraising for years now to bring um, uh, clean water filters to the Hopi. A, a clean water filter, for example, goes into a home. They have clean water for a year with the filter, and then it's switched out at the end of the year. But it's a simple thing to do, and the people I know are really, really grateful. The Hopi have a fascinating history. They themselves, um, I think I've been doing a lot of reading on it, and they themselves, I believe, came from Lemuria. Uh, when Lemuria was... Um, was destroyed by the Atlanteans 12,500 years ago. Um, part of them, uh, there was a group from Lemuria who, who traveled to the west coast of the United States and went overland into where the Hopi land are, are living now. And a lot of their ancient traditions talk about this. And that's why some people say that the Hopi contain the ancient wisdom of the planet, much like the aboriginals contain the ancient wisdom of the planet as well. The aboriginals go back something like 40,000 years. And perhaps that's one reason why the Australian premier and the Australian government now, especially in the Northern Territories, is giving these beautiful, the elders of the um, aborigines, these, these shots to kill them all off for several reasons, so that they can wipe out the history of the planet, so that we don't, don't know anything about it, and also to gain, to gain access to their uh, land and, and minerals and, and, and wealth. It's a, it's a sad situation, but uh, they certainly need our prayers. I don't think they'll be successful in wiping them out, just, um, but, um, but they're beautiful people, and I want to thank everyone associated with the uh, the the water the water festival on March 22nd for their fantastic work for more information you can uh, send me an email to out of this world uh, radio at protonmail.com or you can write write uh, Lane McLaughlin at the Washington Clean Water Foundation Martha Childress at the Natural Cho- Choice Network um, you can also um, yeah any one of those would be able to uh, to, to help you out so um, we're all here working together to create a better world and that's the purpose of my show and purpose of my life. I was around during the Atlantean times 12,500 years ago when a small military civilian clique blew up the blew up planet Earth. We tried to stop it back then, but we failed. But we're all back here like Shakespeare, like actors in a Shakespearean play um, doing it all over again. And um, at any rate, it's so good to, to be here with you all today. Um, every year, um, I have what I call my Galactic Wisdom Conference. This is my eighth or ninth annual conference. In all of the years in the past, except for last year and this year, um, we've always done it in person. And um, I think next year, of course, with all the um, with all the mandates gone and things getting back a little bit more normal than they have been, we'll have an in-person conference uh, in Olympia, Washington. But this year, it's by Zoom. Positive thing about Zoom, though, is that um, you can be anywhere on the planet and um, you can participate. You know, they, it's it's a wonderful thing, really, when you think about it. You don't have to travel. You don't have to fly anywhere. Um, the cost for the entire conference is just $55. And you can register at www.galacticwisdomconference.com. And the nice thing, too, is that after you register, all the videos will be available for the next six months. Um, and if you have any questions, feel free to send me an email to out of this world radio at protonmail.com. And I'm happy to, to answer uh, any queries.
Let me go over some of the um, uh, some of the people who will be giving their their presentations now, and I'll give you a little taste of what what they'll be talking about. Um, the first ones will be uh, Pia and Bard Cullen, and they're um, they're wonderful people. They've been channeling um, they've been channeling um, um, people from um, uh, call, they call themselves Larkma, which is a group of Pleiadians from the Pleiades constellation. And every every two weeks, they give a live telephone um, interview where you can ask questions. But they'll be channeling beautiful message from our Pleiadian family. Um, at the conference, the Pleiadians are a very interesting group. Um, many of us, including myself, are from the Pleiadians, and um, they exist in the fifth, sixth um, d- dimensions. Um, and we exist here in the third. We'll be in fourth, uh, fourth dimension in about six months, and then into five in about two years after that. But they exist in the fifth and sixth dimensions, and um, they are, are roughly around. Um, 70, 50, 60, 70,000 years ahead of us technologically and about 40 to 50,000 years ahead of us uh, spiritually. Now, about 52,000 years ago, when I came here to planet Earth, they had a, they had a horrible uh, civil war where millions of people died. And then they weren't, they looked through their, they went through, they learned their lessons from that. Um, they, a lot of people died as a result of nuclear weapons. And that's why the Pleiadians have wanted us that's why they, when they met with President Eisenhower back in 1953, and they offered to help humanity ascend, they um, they said we'd have to get rid of our nuclear weapons because nothing good can come from nuclear nuclear technology. It's it's all destructive, and um, but unfortunately Eisenhower uh, refused their offer, and he liked them but refused their offer, and, and instead during the following year he went with the Greys and the Reptilians instead. We've had nothing but but conflict since then. But um, uh, Pia and Cullen are beautiful people, and um, and and I know that you'll you'll really enjoy their uh, their presentation. They've been doing this for many years. It's a labor of love for them, and um, they'll be one of my featured guests here at the um, um, at the conference. And I hope you can you can all uh, you can all all, all uh, listen to that. Um, the other person I I always love having is my good friend um, Alfred Weber. Alfred Weber is an interesting, very interesting fellow. He lives currently in um, he lives currently in Vancouver, uh, Canada, and he's lived there for many years. I don't know if I've told you his background, but he was a uh, chief attorney um, for the uh, Environmental Protection Agency for New York City back in 1971, of all things, and he was also working as a judge back then. And when uh, President Jimmy Carter was elected back in 1976, um, uh, Jimmy Carter asked um, then the head of the Central Intelligence Agency, George Bush Sr., to release all the UFO files because he wanted he wanted to see them and release them ultimately to the American public. Well, George Bush, Mr. Bush, refused to do that. I guess he thought he was more powerful than a president elected the United States and wouldn't do it. Um, and and so. Um, President Carter appointed um, Alfred Weber, the head of his UFO Disclosure Commission, uh, to try to ferret out this information. Well, shortly thereafter, uh, Bush's response was and, and was to set out to a, a hit contract on Alfred Weber to eliminate him. That's right. A, a U.S. official sent out a, a, um, a, a contract to kill Mr. Weber. So he didn't like that 
for some reason. So he fled the United States, went down to Mexico City, worked as a journalist for a while, and then fled to Canada. He's lived in Canada ever since. He doesn't come down to the United States very much. Uh, he's, he still doesn't trust our government, I don't think, and doesn't like really coming down here that much. But uh, anyway, even with all the problems up in Canada, it's a beautiful place. Canada is a wonderful place for him. But he's done fantastic work on uh, what he calls the chronology or the secret government. The government behind the scenes who time travels in order to um, affect history and, and keep us on a negative path and stop us from the ascension. He's, wow. he's done, he's just come out with some, some wonderful books. Um, you can look up his books called at omniversity.com uh, or at omniversity.org or .com. I can't remember which, but anyway, one of those websites will, will give it to you. And he talks about how this, this, this secret government um, pre-identified uh, several U.S. presidents um, as being future leaders of both the United States and Canada as well. They identified Justin Trudeau when he was just four, four months old as a future prime minister of Canada. That was back um, with Richard Nixon. That's um, a long story what happened. Apparently, Nixon was up in um, Ottawa somewhere at a state dinner, and and um, uh, Justin Trudeau had just been born. He was like four months old, and um, Richard Nixon announced at this state dinner in Canada that Justin Trudeau, who was only four months old at the time, would be um, one of the prime minister would be a prime minister of Canada in the future, and everybody was just shocked. How could he know that? Well, because Nixon was part of that cabal secret government, of course, and that's why he was able to to say that. They also pre-identified uh, Obama before he became president as well. Um, they pre-identified many people to be um, to be leaders in different countries. So, kind of makes you wonder, uh, doesn't it? But um, but uh, Alfred's a wonderful fellow. He's he's written. A, done a lot of fantastic work up in up in Canada. He's also a judge with the International um, uh, Tribunal Court of Justice, and they've been indicting a lot of people for the short for the shot program currently going on in the world. And I expect a lot of these people will eventually go to jail. They'll all be arrested and and uh, and brought to task for their uh, for their crimes against humanity. You know, you do stuff like that to people, and the law of karma. Um, you have to pay for it, period. You have to balance things out. If you attack or kill somebody, well, you've got to balance that out at some point. And so that's what karmas are all about. And the negatives think they're immune from karma, but they're not. They always have to pay eventually for whatever they, they've done. So, but anyway, Alfred's a wonderful fellow. I know you really enjoy um, having him there. And uh, he always has an incredible, really incredible um, things to say. I'll be giving a presentation myself. I'll be giving a presentation with messages from my dear friend, Plydean Admiral Halosaurus um, and the Plydeans on our beautiful, bright future. I'm also in uh, regular touch with the Dhamma and the people of Telos, and I'll be bringing them, 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 them as well. Um, and um, the Plydeans care about us um, very deeply. They're, if you were to see a Plydean on the street, they'd look just like us. Uh, except that they usually look a, a lot younger. <laughs> That's because um, a person who's, for example, um, let's say a person is 300 years old in the Pladeans, they look maybe 28 to 30. Um, that's because um, as you advance spiritually, your aging clock slows down quite a bit. So eventually they do die, but time's not the same in the Pladeans as it is here. And it's not the same either with Adama and the Talosians underneath in the hollow earth. 
125 miles beneath Mount Shasta in Northern California, there's a city called Telos. And it's, it's all part of the, uh, the hollow earth civilization. The people in Telos came from Lemuria and they came there 12,500 years ago. It's kind of a long story what happened, but when the, when the Atlanteans were blowing up planet earth, they had, they, the Telosians um, got word about it and they had a, a very short notice to leave their beloved Lemuria, which is out in the area of where Maui is in Hawaii. And they all traveled to caverns underneath Mount Shasta, where they reestablished their civilization. They had about 1.3 million people there, and um, but they weren't able to take everyone um, with them. They took about 25,000 people with them, and they traveled all beneath Mount Shasta, and they brought all of their technology with them as well. And underneath the mountain, um, they reestablished their civilization. What's interesting today, they their total numbers now about 1.5, 1.6 million people and they have all their technology still with them now. They come up to the surface once in a while. Sometimes they even, just to see what things are like on the surface, they will get jobs in the area. And um, you'll, you'll, if you're in Mount Shasta, and I've met people from Lemuria and Telos before, um, they don't fit in quite right. <laughs> you can tell that they don't. I mean, that they're, they're, not, they're different and they're not from around here. Um, I'll never forget, I met the fellow uh, from Telos, he had kind of a long beard. A lot of the, a lot of the men have long beards. Um, and um, I met him at the library in Mount Shasta years ago. And he was donating a bunch of spiritual books to the library. And he and um, I ran into him uh, on the street in front of the library. And he said, um, he said, Ted, call me by name, by the way. He said, Ted, uh, you need this book. And I looked at it and it was spiritual places in the Andes. And I said, and he said, you'll, you'll be going to South America, and you're going to need this book for your trip to Peru. Now, this was um, back in, let me see, this must have been in um, uh, 16 or 17, I was there in Shasta. And I hadn't gone to Peru yet. I didn't go to Peru till 2018, I think. So a year or two before I was going to Peru, he hands this fellow, a stranger on the street, calls me by my first name, and then hands me a book for a trip that I hadn't even thought about. He says, you're going to be going to Peru and you'll need this book to plan your, your spiritual trip out. And I said, okay. <laughs> so lo and behold, a year or two later, that's exactly where I went. I went to South America, went to Peru and had a wonderful time uh, down there. And um, haven't seen him since. I think he's returned to the hollow earth. But he loved to ride bicycles. The fellow lived in Mount Shasta. That's all I know about him, but he knew quite a bit about me. I, I didn't know a thing about him. But they are around the area. There are people, uh, there was a report of a lady back in, I believe it was the late, uh, the, the mid to late 80s, who came up from Telos, married an earthman in, in uh, Mount Shasta. She used to give a lot of channelings and uh, readings for people from the hollow earth, but then she got, she got heavy criticism from... Uh, from from people and uh, decided to leave. I'm not sure. I think she was last heard in Arizona. I'm not sure. I think she uh, she left the area. But they are around, and if you are there, you may want to um, just remember that. I had a case uh, situation. It was about three years ago, and one of the people on my trip to Mount Shasta, we were in a beautiful bookstore called Soul Connections in downtown Shasta. They have incredible crystals there and all kinds of books and everything. At any rate, um, he told me about this this um, 
situation where he was looking at some crystals in this cabinet inside the store. And suddenly he looked on his right and there was this uh, woman standing about five, six feet away. And she suddenly appeared and she was looking at all these crystals, the same kind of area crystals he was looking at. And he, he looked at her and she was startled because she didn't think she could see, he could see him. And she was actually in the fifth dimension. He was in the third, but he was very spiritually advanced and he could see her very, very, very clearly in the, in the start. And the community started communicating telepathically. And she said, I was, she was from Telos. He was here, here to check out the, um, the crystal collection, soul collections and soul connections. And then after about uh, five or 10 minutes, he looked around and poof, she was gone. And she was from Telos. I uh, had another situation back in, um, I believe it was, um, could have been the same trip or the year before in 2016, where a group of, uh, part of my group went on a long hike um, on, on a place called St. Germain Springs, where St. Germain is often said to appear there. So they were hiking way up on this mountain. There's nobody around for miles. And suddenly, out of nowhere, this fellow with a long beard, he looked like in his early 30s, yeah, early 30s, long beard and a white robe suddenly appears out of nowhere. <laughs> and they were, they was about four, three or four of them um, standing around doing prayers for world peace. And the fellow was attracted to, 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 the, to the energy. So out of nowhere, this fellow in a white robe shows up with a long beard. And, and they said, and he said, may I join you to say prayers for world peace? And they were kind of startled. And they said, well, sure. There was nobody around for miles. You could look down this mountainside and it was just empty. So he, he shows up and they start saying prayers for world peace. And, and one of the, one of the members of this small group, that was part of my group actually said, uh, you're not, are you from around here? You're not from around here, are you? And he said, no, <laughs> he didn't. And then they said, do you live in Shasta? Not in the city, he said. He was very kind of circumspect. You could tell he wasn't from around those parts. And so finally, uh, they did some prayers with him. And then he, he said, thanks so much. This has really been fun. And you all have a wonderful day. So, And then um, they looked around and he was, snap your fingers, gone. He'd gone into another dimension. So those things happen at Mount Shasta. You also get a lot of... Uh, you get a lot of, of uh, Sasquatch showing up as well. There was a, I had another instance where it was in September, 2017, a lady named Tammy had driven all the way from Minnesota and she got Shasta to our campsite late one night, parked her van. And for the past 20, 25 years, she'd always been a cripple. She had, she walked either with a cane or with a, with a walker. And she was sleeping in her van and about two o'clock in the morning, um, she woke up. And she could feel Sasquatch around her van. It was a whole circle of them. They communicated with her telepathically and asked her, would you like to, um, would you like to have a, would you like to get your legs healed? And she said, sure. So the next thing she knows, there's a spacecraft from the hollow earth. I'm not making this up. This is her story. Okay. This is a good story to, uh, ending to it. So the, the spacecraft is above her van craft was maybe, uh, wasn't that, maybe a couple hundred yards above the surface. It was close by. And they sent a beam of light, like on Star Trek, to the top of the van. The van, the metal, the, the metal top of the van opens up, and she's beamed aboard their craft, like on Star Trek, above their vessel. And she's given a new pair of legs. It takes a little while. 
And then she's, they sent her back to her van. They close up the top of the van. The Sasquatch uh, say goodnight to her. She falls back to sleep. She's really tired after driving all that distance from Minnesota to Shasta. That's, that's probably easily three to four days. So she wakes up in the morning. And as soon as she wakes up, she goes out of her van. We're all cooking breakfast around this campfire. <laughs> she starts running around the campsite saying, they healed me. They healed me. And, and I don't allow drugs in my trip uh, or alcohol. And, and, and I said to her, I said, look, uh, <laughs> I thought she was on drugs. And I said, listen, I don't know what drugs you're on, but <laughs> I don't allow drugs on my trip. You're going to have to leave. And she said, no, 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 I'm not high. I'm not on drugs. You don't understand. They healed me. And I calmed her down and I said, who heals you? And she said, the people of the hollow earth did in solutions in the Sasquatch. So we slowly got her story out. And she said, see those um, crutches over there? I just threw them away. This is the first time I've been able to walk in 25 years. And I thought, oh, my God, this is a miracle. So we had a lot of miracles like, like that happen. And the uh, Chartreuse, the Sasquatch don't like the name Sasquatch because they said it's like the first of like wild beast or something. So Chartreuse is a good, is a good word for them. Um, and it's always nice to be respectful to them. You can feel their presence when you're there. And actually, part of the campsite, is built on a, a little freeway for the Sasquatch. And there's a part there, if you camp in that area, you could get bothered at night. I'll never forget, it was it was about a year and a half ago, a little over a year ago, I was up at Mount Shasta um, camping and uh, visiting the area. And my friend took me to that our campsite, and you could see these big footprints from the Sasquatch in the snow walking but there was a bigger one and then a smaller one like a little little child walking behind the mom or dad but um those kinds of things happen up there and you can feel their presence um coming in but there's a lot of good energy at mount shasta unfortunately over the years uh the reptilians which is a negative civilization have been spraying lots and lots of chemtrails in the shasta area especially aluminum nanoparticles very tiny aluminum particles and the, the problem with that, spraying all those uh, particles, is that it makes the forest like a match. Tinder is a matchbox. So when you light a match, the whole, far, the whole fire can, can go up in smoke. It also causes Alzheimer's disease and dementia. Um, but um, anyway, that's what they've been doing. There have been scientific tests of, of the aluminum levels around Shasta, and they're very high, all thanks to the reptilians. And the negative parts of the U.S. government, which have been spraying this crap for, for many years. But Shasta is a beautiful area. I'll be talking about that. And also, I'll be giving messages about our beautiful, bright future. You know, we've come so far, my friends. This is the seventh, gener- this is the seventh civilization to, um, to, to attend, in an attempt to ascend here, um, humanity on this planet. Seven times, the seventh try right now. And we've never gone this far before in our ascension cycle. So, and uh, we're almost there. This is the year that we are going to ascend into the higher dimensions. And the reason why I think it's getting so difficult out there is because the negatives want to stop us. They, um, they want to stop us, but, um, um, but, you know, everyone should, instead of their logical mind, always trust your heart mind to, to make proper decisions about your life and, and what you need to do um, for, for the future. Because the, being here is a gift. There's a lot of spirits, a lot of souls who wanted to be part of this ascension cycle here on planet Earth, but they weren't enough bodies and weren't enough 
uh, vehicles for for people to come into. So we're um, it's a gift to be here right now and um, enjoy it. Um, even if you're, if, if, I know a lot of people are having a tough time out there, but this negativity um, is ending, and we're all, as the Canadian truckers have shown us, it's it's that they've led the way, and that we have the power within ourselves to stop all of this. Um, there are a couple of, of people up in the Canadian convoy, the um, Truckers for Freedom. I believe one of them is Tamara Lynch. And there's another, I um, can't remember the other gentleman's name, who's the head of the trucker there. They've been thrown in jail by the Nazi uh, government in, in Ottawa without bail. I mean, they've been releasing murderers in Ottawa, people that have killed each other and, and, and released them on bail with a very small bail. They won't even give bail to the trucker people at all because they represent such a threat to freedom and democracy. Um, and to the Nazi state in Canada. But let's pray for them for a minute, send them lots of love and light because I need our prayers right now. And also too, while the cabal controlled media is focused in on the Ukraine, the false flag of the Ukraine, let's send lots of love and light to the trucker convoy um, going into DC now to make a stand against the tyranny of the Biden administration, the fake government um, that Biden represents. Um, because they need our our support as well. And I'll be having more information about their trucker convoy as it comes in next week. But they are there now. I think they believe in Hagerstown, Maryland, just outside of Washington, D.C. But forget about the the mass media. They're only going to tell you lies and disinformation. But they are there now standing up for us, our rights, much like the Canadian truckers stood up for humanity's rights up in, up in Ottawa here the last um, couple of months. Um, you know what happened after that, um, after, the, after the Canadian truckers went on, um, demonstrated in Ottawa, uh, even the Democrats in the United States started realizing they couldn't push the mass mandates and all, this, all these other horrible things anymore. So they're starting to back off on things. And I, I look at that continuing. Um, between now and the end of the year, I do time travel, and I can tell you now what I'm seeing. Um, by early May, the energies will get a lot better. We'll have some bumps in the road along the way. By August, by the end of August, we will be shifting into the fourth dimension. And then um, after the after the 4D, the the negative ETs will be will be leaving. A lot of them are leaving already, but they will be completely gone. And then we will have the uh, negative humans who've been involved with them. They are leaving as well because the vibrations of planet Earth are going higher and higher and higher. And if you're a negative individual who likes war, who likes conflict, who likes to see people suffering and fighting and unhappy, um, they will be leaving because there's no more lush for them to feed on anymore. There's no energy for them to feed off of. Peace and joy is something that they don't like and don't, don't want. And um, that's, but that's what, uh, that's what they feed off of. And you see it in the media too. It's very divisive. It doesn't uh, make you feel good. It, it makes you unhappy. So why, why bother? I mean, I think one of the most important things you can do is to uh, destroy your television. <laughs> so not to say that, that everything's bad on TV, but so much of it is controlled by the cabal um, that um, it's not, almost not really worth it. People ask me where I get my information, and I, I come from a psychic family, so it's easy for me to talk to the other side. I've been doing this now for, um, gee whiz, for about 20, uh, 28 years or so. So it's normal for me to talk to uh, spirits on the other side um, in, in the higher dimensions, and um, as well as benevolent uh, extraterrestrials. I've actually 
in addition to my book, um, uh, Messages from the Masters, um, which this book's available for $21 if you like it. It contains messages from President Kennedy, Nostradamus, um, um, uh, and a bunch of uh, beautiful spirits uh, and, the, and the Galactic Alliance on our beautiful, bright future. Um, uh, you can order it from uh, my website, outofthisworldreadings.com. Um, there's another book that I, I wrote here some months ago called Journey to the Other Side. And that book, uh, Talking to Angels um, uh, and Other Benevolent Beings, that book is a how-to book on how to um, uh, talk to angels and your spirit guides. It includes phone numbers uh, for God and the Galactic Alliance. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding about, about the phone numbers. But if you want to talk to God, uh, there's a lot of different ways you can do it and talk to the Galactics. First off, um, uh, and I think President, uh, I think uh, um, uh, Professor Einstein was right about this. Um, Professor Albert said that the most powerful and important force in the universe is love. And if you if you focus in on your heart mind, which is the par- part of the heart chakra, um, it's it, you'll always get the right answer, and you'll tie in to God. There's two minds people have. People have a, a logical third dimensional mind, which is part of the old system of, of logic. And then you've got your heart mind. Your heart mind is something like 2,000 times more powerful than, than, your, than your logical mind. And if you trust your heart mind, you'll, you'll never go wrong. But um, at any rate, um, that's how I talk to, to the other side. And if you'd like a copy of my book, Journey to the Other Side, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 um, at gmail.com. Or you can write to me at outofthisworldradio at protonmail.com. Uh, I like Proton Mail. It's encrypted and it's got good service. So you can send me there. Either one is, is fine, though. The cost for the... Um, uh, for the journey to the other side, it's just $20, and I'm happy to send it to you. Um, one thing that I wanted to tell you that Biden's done recently, with the trucker's strike up in Canada, um, he increased the postage uh, for a small package um, to over $15, all the way up to $21 to $25 for a small parcel to Canada. Thanks, Joe. You're such a great guy. So at any rate, um, I hope that's rectified soon. You know, now he's being, now Biden is being political with the post office to Canada. At any rate, and for those of you people living in Australia, did you know that your government and, um, and, and my fabulous government here under Biden has banned all mail service between the United States and, and Australia? God knows why, but they have. So if you want to send anything to Australia or vice versa, I don't know if you can send anything here if you're in Australia, but to send anything to Australia from the United States, you have to first send it to a friend in Canada, uh, and then they can send it from Canada to Australia. That's something, a little trick that Biden's been been doing to us too. So um, anyway, um, I expect all of these negative things to be lifted here soon. The mass, The mandates are fast falling apart. And it's just a matter of time before they go. As Mikos, uh, the librarian um, of the Hollow Earth, said that uh, people are rising up worldwide and we're just not going to take it any longer. People, these rights, as President Kennedy said earlier in his inauguration speech, come from God. They don't come from man and women. They come from they come from higher spiritual forces, the supreme being, if you will. And we shouldn't have to depend upon Trudeau if you're in Canada or Biden if you're in the United States. 
um, for for your freedoms or any political leader because they have no authority or rights over you. You you you're governed by God. You're created by God, and so um, you should you know the, these rights are inalienable. Inalienable. That's why the U.S. Constitution I think is so important, and also why the um, negatives have been working so hard to um, to to uh, get rid of it. Anyway, I'll be giving a presentation on all of that. Uh, another speaker we'll be having is Dr. Lee Merritt. Now, I don't know if you doc- know Dr. Merritt, but she's a fantastic a doctor. I really admire her. Um, she and I are good friends, and um, she practices out of a little town in Iowa near Omaha, Nebraska. She's been an orthopedic uh, surgeon. She's won many awards, um, and I really enjoy her. She's very honest. Um, and she's going to go through the history of the pandemic and the responses. And one of the things um, she focuses in, on in, in her presentation is, uh, is a book called Unrestricted Warfare. Um, there's two authors. Uh, they're both Chinese. The last name is Lang, L-I-A-N-G is one of them. can't remember the other author. But if you, you can look it up on the web. And actually, it's available. You can download the PDF for the book, The English Translation, uh, from the web as well. It's about 230-odd pages long. And um, guess what the book's about? It's written by two Chinese military, senior military officers in the People's Liberation uh, Army in China. And they said, hypothetically, um, if we wanted to attack, if we in China wanted to attack the United States, we wouldn't attack them head on because we couldn't match their weapons. They would outspend us and they have superior technology you would instead have un, what they call unrestricted warfare. You might create a vaccine. And then you would might control the president of the United States and get everybody to take this vaccine where people would die. And then, um, or you would release germ warfare in the United States. So you kill people off. And so when we, from the People's Liberation Army, attacked the United States, wouldn't be much of a military to fight back, would there? It's a very interesting book. Um, in Australia, let me, let's look at what's happened in Australia that you're not going to hear about on CNN or MSNBC or any of those other cabal channels. In Australia, um, it was about a year ago, there was a story came out where the Australian Navy had been forced, most of them had been forced to, um, many of them had been forced to take the Pfizer shots because they're safe and effective, right? As well as their defense minister was had taken it as well, both shots, by the way. Well, guess what happened? According to the article, I saw it on the web. I downloaded it. I can send it to anybody um, who was interested. Just send me an email to out of this world um, uh, radio at protonmail.com would be happy to send you the article, which is gone. I can't find it on the web anymore. It's disappeared. But um, a good 25% or more of the Australian Navy now is sick or dead from the shot. And the, uh, the, the Australian Minister of Defense, he also died last, uh, last May. I haven't seen him since. He's, they think he's dead from the Pfizer shot. So um, uh, now, if the Chinese came in, and attacked Australia now, would they have a Navy to fight? I don't know. They may have ships, but if you don't have the personnel to command the ships and and uh, fight back, what would happen to Australia? That's their plan for the United States. If you, I don't think Russia's a threat, uh, I, well, at least not what's going on now in terms of, of the vaccine, but both the Russian 
the Russians and especially the Chinese haven't taken the uh, the vaccines. Um, no, they have not. We have, but not them. I had written the Joint Chiefs of Staff um, about a little more than a year ago, and I included with my with my letters to the Joint Chiefs of Staff uh, dozens, probably close to about 50, 60 medical studies at the time, showing that the shot program was going to kill people and maim people and lead them to stable, and it was going to reduce America's military, but by the sheer by the sheer numbers of people dying from it. I didn't hear one word from anybody, and yet they've been still pressuring people to take it in, in the military. Um, and the conclusion that I came to recently, and I hate to say this, but uh, um, I, had to, I had to ask, is the Joint Chiefs of Staff, on the, are they on the side of the U.S. military and we Americans of this great country, or are they, are they on the side of the Chinese who want to take us over? You have to ask that kind of question. Why else would they have us have the military take all these shot program and kill a bunch of people? I mean, the, there's a, there's a military index to um, the number of people dead and dying from the shot. Can't remember the name of it, but but it's maintained by the Department BOD Department of Defense, and that the numbers have just skyrocketed. There's VAERS, which is the V A E R S, which is the civilian. Um, uh, listing of, of deaths from the shots. There's also the defense part too, and they do list the, the injuries and deaths from the shots. And that those numbers have been skyrocketing. So you have to ask yourself, um, whose side are, as the Joint Chiefs of Staff on? Are they inside of the American people? I don't know. I have to question that now. Um, and why doesn't the Chinese and the Russians take the shots? You have to ask these kinds of questions. So at any rate, um, it's it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting year, my friends. Um, and but I want to reiterate: if you have taken the shot, there is help available, inexpensive remedies um, that can really help you. Just send me an email to out of this world radio at protonmail.com or out of this world eleven fifty um, at gmail.com. I'm happy to send you a free uh, remedy sheet. Um, my good friend Carolyn White is a wonderful aura reader. Uh, she lives in Olympia, Washington, and she'll be giving um, she'll be giving a presentation as well. Now, one of the things that which is interesting is um, hold on here. One of the things which is interesting is that back um, it was a couple of years ago when she was doing psychic fairs. Um, uh, they she kept seeing they they do her and her husband Jerry. Um, uh, do aura photography. Well, they'll they'll photograph somebody, and um, then they'll photograph their energy fields, and they'll see their their auras as well as their different chakra points as well. They have pictures of it. It's pretty interesting. And what was happening back beginning at about 2018, 17, 18, was the people that they that they um, they were photographing. They had um, there's like eight chakras. They had another ninth chakra, diamond shaped chakra right above the crown chakra, right above their head, and it was kind of floating in the air. It wasn't true for everybody, but many people started getting this, this ninth diamond-shaped chakra on the top of their head. And as it was there, she said, you know what's happening is um, she thought that, and I think it's true that people started getting this, this new chakra point in preparation for the fifth dimension. Isn't that amazing? Um, uh, they do work some now it's not, but it's difficult to go to fair uh, psychic fairs here now, uh, in Washington state with this kind of, uh, government, Jane's least worthless, um, 
Uh, if you, and if you go to in Seattle, King County, they all require you to have the vaccine or the death shot. So it's not really worth it to go anymore. But it was a phenomenon happening. And I think we're continuing to see that happen now. But it's an amazing thing to think about that she was able to see that. Um, uh, she'll be giving a presentation at my conference, too. I'm going to ask her if she could show some of those pictures regarding our photography with those, those diamond-shaped chakra at the top. I think that would be so amazing to to see um, uh, for everyone to see during, during the conference. Um, the thing is nice thing too, is that regardless of whether you're in the United States, Canada, Japan, South America, Asia, um, Antarctica, off planet in Russia, wherever, um, you can, you can watch the, you can watch the whole program for up to six months afterwards too. Um, and, um, so there's going to be a lot to see, a lot to digest. And I hope, I hope you, you, you can all, all make it, but she's a wonderful lady and gives a, a fantastic uh, presentation. Um, Michiko Hayashi, of course, I've had her on many times before, but she has a beautiful message that personally I, I never tire of, of hearing, um, but um, she gives a beautiful presentation on the Emoto Peace Project. And the Emoto Project, um, the Emoto Project was started by uh, Dr. Masuro Emoto back in 2005 at the United Nations when he was asked to give a presentation before the UN on his work, Messages from Water. And what Dr. Emoto found, he found that um, if you send positive thoughts to a glass of water, on the molecular level, you get these beautiful water crystals like this one here with this messages from the water book. And then the cool, really cool thing is that if you take this picture of, this is a water crystal made by the words love and gratitude that he photographed from electron microscope. If you take this picture here, and you uh, make a copy of it. And let's say you have a bottle of radioactive water. And I've mentioned this before, but it's pretty cool when you, when you think about it. If you take the um, bottle of radioactive water, and um, uh, if you photograph the water without the crystal, you, you have this kind of picture here. This is, these are, this is what radiation looks like on the molecular level of it looks like kind of like amoebias. That's a highly radioactive uh, water from a nuclear power plant in Japan that Dr. Moto took in the 90s. If you put this crystal of love and gratitude, okay, this crystal here, and write the words love and gratitude on the bottle, guess what happens? Within 48 hours, radiation's all gone, and you have these beautiful diamond-shaped crystals like this one right here, which appear in the, in the, isn't that amazing? This is, this could, this would be an amazing way to clean up Fukushima. It would be an amazing and easy way to clean up Hanford in Eastern Washington, which still has radiation left over from World War II. Um, and you kind of ask, well, if it's so simple, why don't they don't do it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, how difficult would it be to make copies of this, this love and gratitude crystal here and to write the words love and gratitude on the nuclear reactors at Fukushima. And in theory, if you put them all over the, re the four reactors at Fukushima, the radiation would be gone within 48 hours. Um, also, Dr. Libby, my good friend out of Montana, found that um, saying prayers to help clean up Fukushima really makes a difference. And if you say the whole Onopono, which goes something like water, we're sorry, water, please forgive us, water, we love you, and water, uh, we thank you. If you say that um, with intention and send lots of love 
to um, uh, to Fukushima, you can clean up the radiation. And that's what doctor, that's what she found in her experiments last year is that when she was measuring the radiation out of Fukushima, we started the experiment around Christmas of um, uh, 2020. From Christmas of 2020 through June, the radiation dropped like uh, like 80 by 80 or 90 percent. Um, but it does work. So I want everyone today put their hand on their heart and um, say this little prayer. It's a Hawaiian healing prayer for Fukushima. And just repeat after me. We're going to say it three times. The reason I do it three times is because Nikolai Tesla um, discovered that the universe, if you, when you say something three times, it has far greater force and effect than just saying it once. So we'll say it three times. Say, water, we're sorry. Well, thank you. Thank you, Don. My goodness, Don, I think you're telepathic. <laughs> Thanks, Don. Um, you say, water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Water, we love you. And water, we thank you. Let's do this twice more. Water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Water, we love you. And water, we thank you. And let's say it one more time. Water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Water, we love you. And water, we thank you. And you could, that's, that's called the Ho'onopono. It's, it's a Hawaiian healing uh, prayer. There was a doctor, a psychologist, Dr. Hugh Lin, L-I-N, who lived in Honolulu, oh, must have been about 15 years ago or so, and 10, 15 years ago. And he, um, he wanted to help. He had about 100 uh, criminally insane patients in this psychiatric ward in Honolulu, Hawaii. And um, he consulted some Hawaiian elders, and they said, why don't you try using our Ho'onopono to try to heal these people in this mental institution because the courts have given up on them. They're, they've committed all kinds of different crimes. And the, the system itself said these people cannot be, they're, they're mentally um, insane, criminally insane. Um, nothing can be done to help them. And so we're just going to house them in this state facility because um, we have nowhere else to go. They don't deserve um, to be executed or anything. Um, they didn't know what they were doing because they were criminally insane. So what Dr. Uh, Dr. Hugh Lin did is that he had all of the inmates, about 100 inmates in this, um, in this mental institution in Honolulu, say the Ho'onopono, every day, every multiple times a day. He also read all the charts for all of his patients and said the Ho'onopono every day for all of his patients. Guess what happened? All of the, the, um, uh, the patients in this uh, mental institution had a miracle healing. They, um, and within a year, all of them were, were released by the courts in Hawaii saying that they had redeemed themselves and they were no longer uh, mentally, uh, criminally insane. And then the state of Hawaii had to close the, the, the uh, facility down because they were, uh, everybody was healed. Isn't that an amazing story? Now, that you may not believe it, but it's, that, 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 is a, that is a true story about what happened there. And so um, uh, th this, this prayer is very powerful. And you know, you can do the same thing for healing people who've taken the shots and got Guillain-Barre or debilitated. So let's say it now. Let's say a, um, let's say a healing prayer for everyone around the planet who's, who's taken the shots, and it should have a, a beneficial effect. So let's say it. Um, say water, or say, um, we're sorry. Please forgive us. 
We thank you and we love you. Let's do it three more times. This is to all the people on the planet who've taken the shots and they're, they're debilitated um, or very ill. Um, uh, 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 we're sorry. Uh, please forgive us. We thank you and we love you. And one more time, we're sorry. Please forgive us. We thank you and we love you. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing what we can do. Dr. Moto found that there were all kinds of different things in the spiritual world which you can do, can use to help heal and 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 almost any situation on the planet because we're powerful spiritual beings with that spark of the of God within us. But that's the most important message I think from Dr. Moto and Mitch Kohayashi. We're so fortunate. I'm so fortunate to have her as one of my um, featured speakers here at the conference. Um, she's in Tokyo, but you know, thanks to Zoom, we're able to have her give her a presentation from here. The Emoto, the um, the website for the Emoto project is www.emoto peaceproject.net that's e-m-o-t-o peaceproject.net um we had there was a cyber attack on the website uh, last year where negatives took it off but we were able to rebuild build it and i want to thank uh, jane out of texas so much for her wonderful contribution um to get the the website it's it's up and running again now so it does does work does work well um one of the people i really admire is is tom paladino and Tom's a good friend of mine. He does what's called scalar energy. What he uses is the prana of the universe um, and scalar energy to to help heal people for almost any, a uh, lot of physical and spiritual conditions as well. And don't ask me how it works, but I think it's he ties into a person's vibration. It's really able to, to help them a lot. Um, he has a, um, for people going to the conference, he'll have a, th- a free 30-day trial program for people uh, who's part of the conference. Um, you just send him his picture. He runs the picture through his machines to help them improve um, their health. I've been on his program now for last couple of years, and I really love it. It's, I feel so much, I feel better and and always have lots of energy. So I really appreciate his his beautiful work. He's a nice man and and has a lot of uh, love for humanity. Um, he's he believes in God and and he thinks and he says he's guided by a lot of angels and Jesus as well. But I really like I really like Tom's work and he'll be there as well giving a uh, a presentation. And I'm so glad that um, uh, he can as well. Um, Dr. Julie Ponesi will be giving a presentation as well. And I don't know if you're familiar with, with Dr. Ponesi, but she was a teacher of ethics at the University of Western Ontario for the past over 20 years until last October, November, when um, the university in there uh, said that they that all faculty and staff must get the poison shot. So you always got to get this shot or else you can't teach anymore. Even though the, the shot's been killing people and people are getting Guillain-Barre disease, like um, uh, the former governor of uh, of California, Gavin Newsom, who's now dead, by the way. He is dead. Um, but um, even in spite of all this, they wanted her to take this shot. She said, no, I'm not going to do it. It's unethical for you to ask me to take an experimental medical proce- procedure um, and force me to do it. You know, that's it's my body and my life. And I have a right to decide what I want to put into it. So they terminated her. Now she's working for a democracy group in Canada, but I really admire her. You know, it took a lot of guts 
for her to stand up to this nonsense. She's also written um, a new book called My Choice Out, and I urge everyone to read it. Um, she asks a lot of really profound questions. And what I'm seeing, I think she's going to be eventually reinstated to her uh, academic position later this year when many of the faculty and staff who've taken the shot at the University of Western Ontario are either dead or disabilitated, and they're going to need staff, so they're going to ask her to come back. Um, there won't be that many people left at the university um, because they've many of them have all taken the shot, but there'll be a few left and she'll be one of the members welcome back um, because um, she'll have the expertise and they won't find anybody else to, they won't, they won't find anybody else as good as her to, to replace her, but she's a beautiful lady. And I know you'll really, um, really, really enjoy listening to her. One thing that I, um, um, one thing I want to tell um, people is um um, um, that um, I, I, this is the highlight of my week to, to talk to you all um, with my program. I'll be back on the air at, um, at uh, three o'clock. And uh, one of the things I always like to, to highlight um, is the, uh, is the song Aquarius by the fifth dimension. It's always fun to listen to. And it's very, very uplifting. So I'd like to um, to first thank everyone so much for listening today. Out of This World Radio is a nonprofit listener-supported show. We rely upon contributions to keep, keep us going and keep us on the air. And if you'd like to contribute, you can go to my BBS website at https colon forward slash forward slash bbsradio.com forward slash out of this world radio or to out of this world 1150.com and i want to thank you everyone so much for listening today if we all work together we can create a much better and happier world Uh, much love to everyone and also um, i'll be back on the air at three o'clock today and i hope i I, and look for really looking forward to seeing you all then Um, and i'll be also back on the air on monday at noon in german and english as well Um, but i'd like to go ahead and play um, the aquarius song now Uh, don thank you so much for reminding me my friend it's a wonderful way to uh, wrap up today's show and i want to thank everyone so much again for their beautiful love and support thanks so much everyone
Yeah.